0: Welcome to the award-winning show Holding Down the Fort, brought to you by U.S Bet Wealth, A podcast show that
1: focuses on sustaining a fulfilling a purposeful military life through conversation and community building.
0: I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and creator of Holding Down the Fort.
1: And I'm Jenny Lynn Stroop, a seasoned military spouse, mom of two boys, and your co-host.
0: Together, we'll converse with special guests from the military community and for the community to share knowledge, resources, and relevant stories on how we can best hold down the fort for ourselves and our loved ones.
1: Now let's get started.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the award winning podcast show, Holding Down the Fort. Today, I decided to fly solo because it is Veterans Day. And in the past years that I had celebrated this on the show, I had normally brought someone on or made a short dedication at the beginning of an episode that happened to be released on the day of Veterans Day. But this year is special because I have had the fortune to partner up with a good friend of mine. Shout out to Stacy Salinas, who is the co-founder and senior historian at the Bulosan Center for Filipino Studies at UC Davis. In sharing my dad's story for her project that came out at the end of Filipino American History Month, which is October, by the way, her project is called Philippine X American History, a celebration of community, activism, and persistence. She had asked me at the beginning of Filipino American History Month, at the beginning of October, to share my dad's story because she was collecting stories of Filipino Americans who served in the military. And, you know, it's been a while since I have really taken some time to update you all on my story as a Gold Star daughter. And more importantly, you know what that means for me and for my family and everything. So I worked really hard (laughs) on this writing piece that I had submitted to her. And I thought for Veterans Day this year, I thought I would share that with all of you. So just a little background on Veterans Day, if for whatever reason, (laughs) this is the first time you are hearing about Veterans Day or you want a refresher on what Veterans Day is about, I am going to quote from Military.com in their recent article about Veterans Day 2021. So Veterans Day is a time for us to pay for our respects to those who have served. For one day, we stand united in respect for you, our veterans. This holiday started as a day to reflect upon the heroism of those who died in our country's service, and was originally called Armistice Day. It fell on November 11 because that is the anniversary of the signing of the armistice that ended in World War I. However, in 1954, the holiday was changed to Veterans Day in order to account for all veterans in all wars. So with that being said, I am really excited to dedicate this year's Veterans Day to my dad. I'm going to go ahead and read the article now and I hope that you enjoy it. And you know, once again, I have to give a shout out to Stacey Salinas, co-founder and senior historian at the Bulosan Center for Filipino Studies at UC Davis, also a good friend of mine for putting together this project, which again is titled Philippine X American History, a celebration of community activism and persistence. So thanks Stacy. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, let me read this article for you. So this article is one of many stories that were shared in this project. Mine was titled, Family Memories, A Military Father's Legacy of Love and Community. And if you want to see my family photos and actually read the article, I will provide it here in the show notes for you of this episode. According to those who knew my father, Alfonso Abdal Amos, was a kind, simple, humble, and unassuming man. In between the time he served in the Philippine Army in the 1970s to joining the U.S. Navy in the 1980s, he faced many hardships, including dropping out of school and food insecurities. One would assume that someone with my father's struggles would make him a cold, hard-to-deal-with person. But not my father. He worked hard, cared deeply, and never complained. My father served in the U.S. Navy as a machinist mate first class, MM1 for short. He enlisted in July 1st, 1980, and started recruit training in San Diego, California. In the early 1980s, he attended air conditioning and refrigeration school, which, from my understanding, meant learning technical and mechanical services regarding heating, cooling, and related systems for Navy ships. In reconnecting with one of his shipmates, he described how difficult my father's work was, often working at the bottom of the ship. When I was born in 1987, my father was entering the second half of his military career. I recall us moving to different duty stations every two to three years, often from California to Japan. Throughout my father's 18 and a half years in the Navy, he served on the USS Midway, USS Enterprise, Commander Fleet Activities Yokohama, USS Cape Cod, Recruit Training Command San Diego, USS Independence, and the USS Kitty Hawk. He also was involved in the Gulf War in the early 1990s. Despite the countless deployments, I never felt my father's absence, only his presence. When he was home, he was very relaxed, attentive, and affectionate to our family. It was second nature for him to always make me (laughs) feel special. He'd often carry me in his arms, lend me money when my mother wouldn't, and sing lullabies as he'd bounce me on his ankles like a seesaw. I could never do wrong by my father. And even if there was any trouble, he'd often deflect it to my older brother to take responsibility. I recall how normal it felt to always attend family parties, join him on his fishing trips, and simply be in community with loved ones. Everything changed on October 17, 1998. My father's last ship was the USS Kitty Hawk. They were traveling from Japan to South Korea when he had gone missing. They sent a search crew out for three days in the Pacific Ocean, and they continued the investigation for three months to no success. The news spread around the military base, and being 10 years old at the time, All that mattered to me was not necessarily the missing case of my father, but the attention I was getting. The friends that started to show up for me. The community that made me feel at home. Then, of course, without my father there to sponsor us, we had to move one final time as a military family and catapult into the civilian world as a Gold Star family. When I reflect on my father, I often remind myself of how I lost a parent, but as I combed through our old photos and videos, I realize now that I didn't just lose my father. I lost a community. I lost my sense of security and protection within the military, my family, and ultimately within myself. I felt forgotten. I continue to spend my life filling in the void of my father and my mother's emotional absence as she focused on survival for the decades that followed after. October 21 marks 23 years since we lost dad. I discover new lessons every time I reflect on him, my childhood, and my current relationship with my mother. Today, I interpret my father's legacy of paying the ultimate sacrifice as an act of love for your faith, your family, and your country. I'm learning that the magnitude of my father's absence reflects the incredible impact he made while he was alive. My mother's physical presence for my entire life reflects the thankless sacrifices I'll forever be in debt to. Today, I'm reminded more than ever to live a life of intention and purpose in hopes that anyone I encounter will be gifted the lasting impact of the unconditional love I received from my parents. And that's my story. Once again, the title of this is Family Memories, A Military Father's Legacy of Love and Community. This was part of Stacey Salinas's project, Philippine X, American History, a celebration of community activism and persistence, which you can find either in the show notes of this episode or at the Bulusan Center for Filipino Studies at UC Davis. Thank you all for listening. It's been a while since I've you know, really taking some time to update you all on my story, I guess because I just love getting lost in everyone else's stories. I love seeing myself and other people's stories. I love feeling validated and seen and heard. And more importantly, not alone because of your stories. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me directly. And I hope you enjoyed this story. And once again, let's continue to celebrate Veterans Day Let's reflect on those who served and who made the ultimate sacrifice. And I want to encourage you, and I know that in our community, we don't really need this reminder, but if you do run into a veteran, if your go-to phrase is typically, thank you for your service, I would instead challenge you to say, thank you for your service. Can you tell me a little bit about what your service was like? Can you share your story with me? Veterans don't just want to be thanked. They want to be recognized. They want to be seen, heard, appreciated. And so that's my challenge for you, (laughs) if you're listening to this episode and don't know what to say to a veteran. Happy Veterans Day, everyone. Thank you for listening. And I will chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time.
0: We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation.
1: Get access to our show notes and subscribe to our newsletter by checking out the details of this episode on your preferred podcasting platform or visit our website, holdingdownthefortpodcast.com.
0: And while you're on holdingdownthefortpodcast.com, be sure to follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or our YouTube channel. If you got a lot of value from today's conversation, kindly leave a
1: five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or leave us a recommendation on our LinkedIn profiles.
0: Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.